0: Hello from Bear and Cura, a podcast from the Land of Oz Information Services. I love you, Kura.
1: I love you, Bear.
0: This is episode 39 of the Bear and Cura podcast. We're going to talk about family.
1: Were you poor when you were
2: growing up?
0: Possibly. We, we didn't have tons of money, but I don't really recall us, like, not being able to eat or anything like that.
1: Okay. So I, you weren't homeless or anything?
0: N- n- no, and I, I think everybody feels like they could have more money.
1: Oh, yeah, I think that's just human nature.
0: What about your family?
1: No, I don't think we... I, I never went without, I mean, before... We moved into the house that my dad built. Uh, I think when I was two or three, so I don't really remember living in the apartment. But we lived in an apartment for a short while, and then you've been to our house in New Jersey. I mean, it's pretty nice place, I would say.
0: Do you but remember living in that apartment?
1: Not at all. Hmm. Not one wink of it. But no, I mean, like you, like I said, I mean the house we grew up in New Jersey was pretty nice. We never went without. You know, I don't. I don't remember my parents arguing over money
2: or anything like that so yeah i'm gonna say we were poor so i mean we weren't bougie by any means i mean i
0: would suspect that possibly other people in your neighborhood were probably a little more witty toity. that's a vacation town
1: well that's the thing about there i mean it was a resort town so during the summer you had a lot of the people with you know they had summer homes and stuff like that, like where i where I grew up uh it's called Ventnor Heights, and there is Ventnor, and it's all part of the same city, but you know air quotes The if you lived in the heights, you were supposed to be better off, but um you know it was we were a suburb, we were the next city over from Atlantic City, and the further you went down the island further south the, the richer it got, so like the next city down was Margate a large Jewish community, a lot of money there. And then the next city down from there was, well, I shouldn't say t- city, town, uh, was called Longport. And Longport, was major- majority of that was summer homes. But the people who did live there all
0: year round had uh, very, very nice homes. Uh, I remember when we visited, you, when we went from one neighborhood to another, most of the houses seemed quite fancy.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you 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 would say it's probably upper middle class where I grew up. Do you think? Yeah. And then,
1: well, and then when we went to the beach the one day where the jetties those were huge houses. That was Longport. Remember when we went Mm -hmm. down there? Yeah, with really really
0: big houses
1: and yeah. So
0: the house you grew up with was no slouch. It was a two story house.
1: Yeah, two story. Four bedroom, two and, two and a half bath.
0: Yeah, I never went to the, I never saw the upstairs because there was so many stairs.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah. And my dad built it so, uh, if they wanted to, they could convert it into a duplex hmm. if, if they wanted to. But my mom had since sold it because it was just too much house for her. And then I, I guess we were well off, but I mean, a lot of that came off after inheritance because then we did inherit three more homes so two of them were on the water so i mean but that was that was quite a bit after i was already grown and left the house so
0: who was a better cook your mother or your grandmother
1: um well i didn't we didn't eat much at my grandmother's house uh i i suppose i would say my mom just because obviously she did a lot more cooking for me i can really can't recall my grandmother cooking except for like the big holidays we go you know go to their place collingswood for like thanksgiving or christmas but she was a good cook but my mom's i think my mom's an excellent cook you would swear she's italian by the way she cooks but she's french and german which is kind of funny so but
0: i would say my mom's an excellent cook how about you like you, I don't remember my grandmother cooking daily meals, and, uh, what? well, both of my grandmothers were probably pretty good cooks, so uh, my mother wasn't too bad either. Mm-hmm. The, the only qualification I would put on that is most of our lives my mother also worked and thus couldn't. D- didn't have the time to make fancy meals. Yeah,
1: see, I was always impressed with my mom because I mean, she worked full time and she would still come home every night and cook dinner. I mean, we, you know, we had our, you know, our, she cooked a full fledged meal. And I mean, it was a treat to go out to eat because my dad worked third shift. And, uh, I mean, when I got diagnosed with diabetes, my mom had to completely change. Would um. Uh, you know, what we were consuming in the house and stuff like that. Yeah, she, my mom likes cooking everything from scratch. So I I was very, I give my mom all the respect in the world, you know, working full time, raising me and my sister, and then cooking and never missing any events that me and my sister really went to. So, meaning sports or other recreational activities. So, How did she do all of that? I have no idea. I have no idea how she did it all. And that's, I, you know this, I worship the ground my mom walked on. But yeah, she she did it. I remember one job she had. She commuted an hour to work every day. And then would come home and cook dinner. Yeah, it was, I don't know how she did it. How would you react if someone told you that you were just
0: like your father? People tell me that. My sister comments on it sometimes. And I think my mother does too. Uh, I struggled to see it because, like you and me, my father and I couldn't be any more different. Mm-hmm. I, I think he was a bit of a germaphobe, and I am to a degree probably not as bad as he was.
2: No, I've heard
1: nightmare stories about your dad about how he was about that. So,
0: yeah, you're not that bad. <laughs> I'd kill you if you were. <laughs> I think m- mainly when people say it, it's kind of to get my ire, because I don't want to be compared to my father. Yeah. H- how about you?
1: Um, It doesn't upset me, but I, I people who know me, don't, they know I'm not like my dad. I'm not really like my mom. I'm more of like my grandmother on my mom's side. Hence, my mom swears that's why I live in Kansas now. She says I have a soft soul. Um,
0: So you're too kind to live in New Jersey.
1: Pretty much. She said, you know, it it wasn't my environment. and That's why she wasn't surprised that I stayed out here after college. Yeah, me and my dad were, were, well, I probably share some of his stubbornness, but we were very much different. My sister, on the other hand, my dad probably literally spit her out, and she's going to get mad when she hears this, but she knows it. They used to refer to her Bill with boobs, so, <laughs> and they still do.
2: So, <laughs> Sorry, <Kel>. go.
0: <laughs> your mother has sometimes spoken about how physically similar you are to your father. I, I never met your father, so I, I can't speak to that, but w- what do you think of that?
1: I, I don't know why she would ever say that. My dad was real short, and he was rounder than I am. Um, I'm real slim
2: and tall. I mean, my dad, I think, was five 5'8", and I'm 6'2". So, yeah, I mean, my mom was
1: taller than my dad, or just about the same height, I think 5'8 or 5'9", but no, I've never heard her say that.
0: Maybe, well, maybe, maybe maybe she sees him and you with rose colored glasses.
1: Well, like a lot of my friends, like, face wise, people say I look a lot like my dad, especially with the beard. My sister says it. So I could see that, like, in the face, I look like my dad. So physically, yeah, I look like my dad, but uh, especially with the beard and the gray hair and all that. So, but yeah, um, body wise, no, no, my dad had a big old beard belly. Even after be drinking beer for years, I've never acquired that, thank God.
0: So that's why you like big guys, because you, you want to be with your father?
1: No, I knew you were going to go there. That's <laughs> disgusting. So
2: <laughs> that's so gross.
0: <laughs> what seemed normal in your family when you were growing up, but seems weird now?
2: And nothing really. We, we weren't... We, there was nothing, I don't know, we weren't really like a
1: strange family. I mean, I, okay, maybe the fact that my dad ran around on my mom, any chance he got, he knows it, my mom knows this. So it's nothing, earth shattering. And kind of seeing it as a kid, I didn't put two and two together until, I you know, you just kind of overlook that. So I guess that's kind of weird. But, you know, when you're a kid, you you just don't think, along those lines you know it's just my dad's friend but he was smart enough not to bring him around but you could always kind of tell there was something going on and then overhearing some arguments or conversations and i remember right before i was leaving college my dad accused my mom of cheating and my mom said if you you know like she was busy all the time said if you could find five minutes in the day where i'm fucking someone else i'd be happy to do it (laughs) so (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I mean, he was a typical Irish cop. I mean, so, I mean, I'm not giving him any, I'm not giving him carte blanche, but he is what he is, so. What do you think? Is there anything weird in your family? I still think it's weird that your family doesn't put pepper on the dining room table, so.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The the thing that seemed normal growing up, it seems weird now, is going to church all the time.
1: Hmm. Well, your dad was Catholic,
0: and your mom converted, right? She, I believe, converted m- mainly to keep peace in his family. Okay. M- my uh, aunt and uncle, I believe, had like a dozen kids. Thankfully, he managed a grocery store, so their food bill wasn't so bad. But,
2: That's um, insane.
1: Can that, you imagine feeding 12 mouths? Uh, That's it.
0: Uh, and, and how could... Any of them have uh, enough attention
2: and
0: uh, to, to satisfy their psychological needs. Uh, yeah, that's be, being being religious. I I just find to be crazy. Yeah, it's it. You know, to each their own. But yeah, I'm in
1: the same boat as you. I I, I just can't imagine getting up every Sunday, and you know, I'm not even going to step on that soapbox. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Well, religion has its place. It it gives people hope, and uh, it explains the unexplainable for them. So I, I can't condemn religion, but it's it's not for me.
1: Yeah, it's not for me either. You know, I think that's pretty well established in this podcast. So,
0: <laughs> what is the most useful thing your mom or dad has taught you?
2: Hmm,
1: that's a really good question, and I've been pondering this. Probably work ethic, standing by your beliefs, even though you might, they might be wrong, I guess. I, I, I that's hard to say. Me and my dad fought like cats and dogs because he was quite the bigot. But I think he, he did have a golden heart. But, you know, everyone did refer to him as an angel in the neighborhood, a devil in the house. You know, he made homophobic and racial slurs, but he thought it was funny. Today, basically, he would be canceled and my dad was in the world today because it's just, But back in that time, you could get away with it. And he, it's just like if you went and talked to some older generations right now, and they would say things like, you look at them, you're like, you can't say that anymore. My dad was on top of that mountain. He, and he loved it. He loved to rub people the wrong way. But he would give you the shirt off his own back at the same time. So, but, you know, I strongly had my beliefs. I'm not afraid to say it. I think my beliefs were much, I know that I'm standing on the right side of history, so I don't know if that makes much sense. In my answer, but
0: well, I think children often make it a point to try to be the opposite of their parents. Yeah. So everything skips a generation. Okay. For instance, the topic of nudity. Um, I, I know you've told me that your your father walked around the house naked all the time. Oh yeah. And it's not something that you can bring yourself to do. Nope. And I believe it's just because you wanted to be the opposite of your father.
1: No, there's a reason they make clothes. (laughs)
2: Sorry. So uh, the
0: the fact that my father was very religious, I think, kind of makes me want to be the other way.
1: Well, at least he wasn't Mormon. He didn't have magic underwear. Right. Right. So, well, yeah, because I know that you, you would be, if you could be naked 24 hours a day, seven days a week, you would be. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But as far as things that my parents taught me, um, there's so many things I can't, nothing stands out.
1: It was weird or? Cause I'm
0: no, no, just, they, you know, things that they taught me. Yeah. I, I have to answer like you often do, That there's just nothing that stands out.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I,
0: I hope my mother isn't offended when she hears this. If she hears this.
2: Yeah.
1: I don't know if she ever listens, so not sure. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> your mom's not the one to bite her tongue.
0: How did your family express emotions when you were a child?
2: Not very good. <laughs> uh, I can't remember my dad really ever told me he loved me. My mom,
1: my mom, you know, did, but we weren't a very huggy kissy family. Me and my mom, like I said, are very close. The last time I ever saw my dad on earth was I was giving marital advice to him and my mom. I went home for a friend's wedding and they got into a huge fight because he was being an ass. And, uh, I was obviously already out of the house. I think it was, I was already out of college and living in Kansas. And, um, it was weird. Just, it was almost like a role reversal, me being the the wiser of the two. So, but yeah, they just, yeah. I mean, it, you know, like I said, me and my dad had a rocky relationship. But uh me and my sister talked about this a few months ago about how he just he wasn't there. You know, my mom was like super mom, was there for everything, and my dad never went to any of my sporting events, recreational events. I think he showed up to one regatta. It was my last year that I rode, and it was the last race that I ever rode, and he showed up. And it was the first race that he ever went to in six years of me rowing. And my mom, I think, maybe missed a handful of regattas. And I mean, it wasn't like the regattas were in our backyard. I mean, they were all up and down the East Coast, stuff like that. And obviously, my mom didn't make them when I was in college because I was halfway across the country. So, but no, we, uh, my dad wasn't very, emotional, like like I said. So, I knew he loved me, but it isn't kind of nice to hear when you're a kid. But yeah, he never said it. So, how was your family with this?
0: My family wasn't terribly emotional either. There wasn't... I, I can't say there's a lot of hugging went on, but I can't say there was an absence of it either. M- my father was very unavailable.
1: Um, well, your dad, was he kind of like a
0: workaholic for his own things yes he he liked working on the house and his cars uh, n- note i say that in plural because he always had more than one car and those were things that he felt were important and um,
1: did you ever I, take in, take like partake in any of those hobbies with them or would he allow to, you but
0: i just can't i'm just no good at cars and that and he had no patience
2: did he have any interest in things
0: that you did not ever no
2: yeah
1: well and i mean you your family's not really into any kind of sports or anything like that
0: either no my father my mother uh, my mother a little but my father not at all yeah
1: he was more i mean did they watch car racing or
0: i don't remember i don't think so yeah it was more showing cars right Yes, he liked, he had a fancy car with a fancy paint job that he took to car shows and showed it off.
1: And you guys traveled quite a bit doing that, didn't you?
0: Um, A a fair amount, yes.
2: Yeah. Hmm.
0: So, you know, those were things that were important to him, and I don't know, I I don't think I was. Uh, I don't really think he liked me as a person very much. Why do you say that? Um, he, he would just always put me down and things like that. And his, his world was different than mine. Mm-hmm. So he he just didn't have. Did have, he
1: have, did he have a hard time when you came out?
0: No more difficult than my mother, I don't think. Yeah. They both came around about the same time. Mm-hmm.
1: Did it take him a while to come around to it? Y- yeah.
0: Like and I expected that. I mean, it took me months to come to terms with it. I wasn't going to expect him to change overnight. Mm-hmm. In fact, I remember, I think my mother's comment was, what do I say if my friends find out?
2: Yeah. So she
0: <laughs> kind of made it about her. Well, we'll just leave that, <laughs> that sleeping dog lie. <laughs> um I, I just don't know what to think.
2: Did you did you
0: come out to your whole family at once, or did you come out to your sister first, and then your parents? Or that was so long ago. It's I, I did come out to both of my parents at at the same time. They were both in the room at the same time because I didn't want to go through that twice. Did you like throw your hands up and be like, "Hey," <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding? Um, I think my sister was married and living in a different state. At hmm. that time.
1: Hmm. It's interesting. Do you prefer to spend more time with your husband, family, or friends, and why?
0: I bet you can't guess my answer.
1: If I don't know the answer to this question, we shouldn't be married. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do like to spend a lot more time with my husband than do with I my know family him? or my friends. Do I know him? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. How about you?
1: I like spending time. I mean, it's, yeah, it's hard.
0: You don't have to say that just because I'm in the
2: room. No,
1: I mean, it's, you know, I would like spending time with your family. My family's clear across the country. I would like to see them more. I'm kind of completely out of the friends thing. You know, I wish I could see my friends more often, but I do enjoy spending most of my time with you.
0: And a lot of your friends, you developed a friendship over drinking, and you don't drink anymore. Yeah, yeah. So... I, I can see why that's a bit problematic.
1: Yeah, it's 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 not. Pro, I I wouldn't say it's problematic. It's just something I don't want to. Not I don't, I yeah. I just don't want to be around it. It's just uh, when you're the sober person in the room and your friends are drunk.
0: Um, drunk people are much easier to put up with when you're also drunk. Yeah,
1: exactly. Thank you. You just nailed it, nailed it. Mm-hmm. So. But, you know, and yeah, they can keep doing them, and you know, but uh and I mean, they were there for so long—that's all I did. I just was out socializing all the time, so I'm kind of enjoying being a homebody. I do miss going out, I do miss seeing some of my friends and stuff like that, but it is nicer not being caught up in all the drama
0: of of all of that. So, what holidays did your family really go all out for when you were growing up?
2: Uh, I think probably like
1: most families, uh, Christmas, I mean, we didn't do anything extravagant, but we put up the trees. My mom would bake cookies. Uh, we'd have a big dinner. You know, the anticipation of getting up in the morning and opening gifts, but nothing out of the ordinary. But yeah, I would probably say that was the biggest holiday. Christmas is definitely the big holiday in my family. Yeah. And I know you love Christmas. So you say you, you around Christmas.
0: You do get excited around Christmas. You don't see it, but you do. We do have a big giant Christmas tree, which last year and was it maybe the year before I we haven't put up because it's like 10 big boxes that have to come up out of the basement and I, I just don't have the strength to do it anymore. Yeah. I suppose we could buy a tree, a smaller tree, but that just doesn't seem like it would work.
1: Yeah, I think we should do something just because I think it'd help, maybe get in the spirit a little bit more. But
0: yeah, the tree we do have is obnoxiously. It, it big. used to be; it was in a commercial display in uh in your mom's old business. In right? a business, yeah, yeah, uh, it was. It's it's a huge tree, and when you've got ten foot tall rooms like we do in this house. A six foot tree (laughs) it looks pretty puny
1: yeah even if we get a charlie brown christmas
0: tree this year i'd be happy (laughs) so we might have to do something like that
1: yeah i mean now they have the ones you pretty much just take out of a box turn it upside down and it unfolds completely whereas the one we have we have to put it together
0: it's not as bad as the ones that have the holes drilled that you had to force the limbs down into and all that they just kind of drop in place but it is big, and yeah, it's, it's, big. it's a lot of work.
2: Well, it's
1: probably 40 years old, too. Probably. Yeah. I mean, the new ones nowadays, literally, I mean, you see them like on the Jeopardy show. I think it's like called Balsam nice, You literally take it out, and the thing just unfolds, and it just lays out perfectly, and then you put the top on it.
0: And it looks, you know, they look like a real tree. You know? Yeah. Ours looks like a big green toilet brush.
1: Yeah, yeah. When you put enough stuff on it, though, you really can't tell. <laughs>
0: And the the bottom third of the tree, you can't put ornaments on because we have four cats. Yes, they've
1: been pretty good about it. They never did like the
0: because we don't put them on the bottom third
1: of the tree. Yeah, but I mean, they were always they never climbed into
2: it or anything like that.
0: So that we know of, that's true. Mm. That's very true. And I think my mother now goes all out for Halloween.
2: Oh, yeah. Your I mom I don't goes,
0: remember that so much when I was a kid, but maybe it was there. I just don't remember. She
1: goes all out for Christmas, too. Yeah. I mean, it's a busy time of year for her because, yeah,
0: Halloween, she goes all out for it. And then Christmas,
1: it looks, it almost looks like a Hallmark store in your house. Mm hmm. She has a lot of Chotsky. I mean, <laughs> but she got that little village thing going on.
0: Uh, not little well i mean it's a
1: whole hut well yeah i mean it it looks like a metropolitan city (laughs) yeah but it's a bunch of little homes but
2: yeah
0: so yeah christmas and halloween yeah and we go big in our family every
1: christmas we go to your house and celebrate so who should be responsible for taking care of the elderly the government their families or the elderly themselves
0: well, I think in our case, we're going to have to take care of ourselves because there isn't going to be anybody left.
2: You know, the cats they're, can take care of us.
0: <laughs> we don't have kids. No. My sister, there's her husband's kids, but they're, they're, they have their own problems. They, and they would have difficulty, I think, taking care of her, let alone taking care of us.
1: Yeah. And well, we're not that close to them.
0: No, we're not. No, we're going to have to make plans to take care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: I think. Yeah, but I would agree with you. It's kind of crazy when you think about things like that, isn't
0: it? What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think it would be. It would come down to us taking care of each other. I don't expect the government. Government can't take care of me now. I can't expect them when I need more things. And then, you know, I, do, I wouldn't want to put that on my family either. I mean, my sister's got three kids. But, yeah, it would come down to me and you taking care of each other. Uh Would you take care of your mom?
0: I think we'd have to. Yeah, me too. Same for your mother.
1: Yeah, I, and that's that bothers me too because, I mean, considering she's in New Jersey, I don't know really what I would be able to do. She would never move from there. The only way she would ever move from there is if I heavily dosed her with drugs. And, <laughs> and drug her away. And yeah, and drug her away, and she'd still, yeah, there's, there's no way. She needs to be by the water. There's just, yeah, she, you, well, you saw her. She came out here a few years back, and she was here for a few days, and I thought she was going to go crazy. She's got the ocean in her
0: blood, so. I guess that's the last question.
1: Yeah, so I guess we're done for the day. So what is your favorite joke right now?
0: Your sister sends you a text with the letters IDK in it. What does that mean?
2: I don't know. That's okay. (laughs) I knew where you were going with that.
0: (laughs) You're so proud of your dad joke sometimes. Sometimes. (laughs) We hope you've enjoyed episode 39 of the Bear and Kura podcast. This is Bear. And Kura. Goodbye. Goodbye. You have been listening to the Bear and Cura podcast, a production of the Land of Oz Information Services. We can be contacted via email using the address podcast at oz.com. And Oz is spelled A-W-E-S.
2: This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find all the best shows under the rainbow at
0: pride48.com.